Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG. I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affect your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you find it helpful, please leave a review so other women can get the same benefits. Let's start this episode. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. And today uh, we're going to take a deeper dive into your gut. And in particular, I want to explain why it is so important that you work on improving your gut microbiome uh, if you want to improve your endometriosis symptoms. So we'll have to get a good look at your gut and what the gut microbiome is, what some issues are with your gut microbiome, and then some things that you can do to improve. Um, I want to start with, this is, I find this really fascinating. So Hippocrates, which is a very old dude uh, in ancient Greece, already said that all disease begins in the gut. And then we kind of ignored that statement for a very long time. Um, And it's only been fairly recent that we have started to look more into the gut, um, what it looks like, what is in there, and what is needed for the gut to Uh, function properly and what happens when your gut doesn't function properly Um, and after years of everybody being very scared of bacteria and 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 looking for ways to avoid bacteria we now know that um, bacteria in the gut which is your gut microbiome play a key role in health in general and definitely in your endometriosis um so the gut is is actually a very large organ Uh, it runs from your mouth to your anus now if you want to hazard a guess at how long the gut is um, it is approximately nine meters or 29 and a half feet long and most of that is the small and the large intestines Um, And in that gut, there are more than a hundred trillion microorganisms. Most of those um, are bacteria. Um, So really, and and they they play a big part. You're actually not you. (laughs) You're the makeup of a lot of, lot of, lot of microorganisms. Um, And without them, you just don't function. Um, we without them you wouldn't survive um, so but if we look at the gut first of all um, so you know it's it's large and when we look at the gut, gut microbiome most of that what we're interested in sits in the uh, small and large intestines and also in the colon um, so the small intestine um, just in terms of what it does that's where uh, some nutrients are absorbed um, uh, well, most uh, nutrients are absorbed, um, and also 90% of the water 
that goes through. So, um, you know, food contains water, um, anything you drink contains water, and 90% of that is absorbed in the small intestine. Then in the large intestine, you still absorb some more water. Um, you also absorb electrolytes and vitamins. Now, interestingly, in your colon, um, there are lots of bacteria and those protect your gut, but they also produce some key vitamins, such as vitamin K and vitamin Bs, uh, some B vitamins. So we need those bacteria not just for various things, uh, but also to just make some vitamins that otherwise you would have to get out of your diet. Um, so for these bacteria to be in your gut to be able to thrive, um, the environment needs to be really perfect. And in the most important part of that is that the gut wall needs to be healthy. And the other part is about what you feed those bacteria. So first, let's look at the gut wall. Um, so the gut wall um, is there's various layers, and uh, there are various ways that uh, things from the gut can be transported into your bloodstream. So the gut wall f forms a barrier to. Uh, dangerous things um, uh, and it needs a, a good healthy mucus layer on the inside to stop bacteria, food particles, toxins, digestive enzymes and acids to go through the gut wall into the bloodstream because they're not supposed to be there. Uh, now unfortunately we know that food intolerance, intolerances damage the gut wall. Not only do they create uh, holes in your gut wall which allows undigested food particles and all those bacteria and toxins etc to enter the bloodstream but they also um, uh, uh, strip if you like the uh, the mucus layer from your uh, gut wall. Now food intolerance the biggest culprits are and you've heard me say this many times um, gluten and dairy um, but you are very likely to be intolerant to other foods as well and they can be foods that you uh, think are healthy and that you may be even eating specifically because you want them you, you think that they're good for you um, our food intolerances are very personal so what I'm intolerant to is probably not something you're intolerant to and vice versa so it is important um, to keep that in mind but definitely um, gluten and dairy uh, are important to remove as a first um, uh, strategy because that is a first step towards healing that gut wall and when we talk about the gut wall and and it being damaged so there's the the mucus layer that is not um, uh, there not not has been stripped the other part is uh, what we call leaky gut. So there's a, the, the idea of holes in your gut. And I would like you to imagine, a if you want to imagine what that would, what it's like, is if you think about a brick wall and the mortar between the bricks is crumbly, is fall, is falling away. Um, you can look outside uh, through little holes. The cold air from outside can come in, um, and and so and. So that makes it easy for things that shouldn't go through that wall to go through. And that's a bit similar to your 
gut wall. And that's very important. But the gut wall the, you also is where the colonies of gut bacteria live, grow and work. And they work very hard. So not only is the mortar between the bricks crumbly and, and, and falling away, you've got holes all through your wall. Also, if you try to hang something on the bricks or put something on the bricks, for example, they are also crumbly and um, nothing sticks to it. And that's kind of what you need to try and imagine that is happening in your gut, um, where there is just not enough space and, and not the right space and not the right surface area for these bacteria to adhere to and then to grow and flourish. So it is really important that we uh, work on the gut wall if we try to improve your gut microbiome because you can try and um, make sure that you've got all the good bacteria in your gut that you need, but if there's no place for them to settle, then nothing is going to happen. Now let's talk a little bit more about these, um, this gut microbiome. So the microbiome, it, when we talk about microbiome, what we mean is the the, the combination of all the bacteria in a particular area. So in this case, the gut. And that's a combination of good bacteria and bad bacteria. And we all have bad bacteria in our gut. But if we have plenty of good bacteria, then the, the environment is such that the bad ones really don't have a have, have a chance. Um, so they're there, but um, they, they are overtaken fairly quickly. Um, and your body can easily cope with whatever uh, mayhem they get up to. One of the problems with the bad, bad, the bad bacteria is all bacteria produce um, some chemicals, but the, bad, the chemicals that the bad bacteria produce, we call them endotoxins, and they, ha they can trigger things. They trigger your immune system because they're a, 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 a foreign chemical, if you like, but they also are known to trigger a, a big nerve that runs from your gut to your brain and to the emotional parts of your brain and that can trigger emotions like anxiety and depression and that those two are very common symptoms for women with endometriosis and I see it very rare, regularly in my um, in my clients that, that that have that those as sort of one of their symptoms and they've never really identified it either with their endometriosis or even with the gut and it's it is a fairly recent thing that we now realize that anxiety and depression it's not all in the gut but it's definitely has a really big component of it sits in the gut and it has to do with the gut bacteria um, so if we want to so, so it bad bacteria trigger your um, your immune system and that creates inflammation and that inflammation is unfortunately <laughs> uh, making your gut problems worse so your gut is also inflamed if you have chronic inflammation and that makes that that what we call leaky gut so the the damage to your gut wall worse um, and then that creates more inflammation that makes your gut wall worse etc so you get into that really vicious cycle um, so we need to in order to um, to improve your gut microbiome, there's a few things we need to do. One, you need to heal your gut. So you need to remove any foods that you are intolerant to. 
um, that's definitely gluten and dairy and if you want to find out what other foods you might be intolerant to you can do a blood test but it can be a bit tricky to work out which foods to test for or you can do a hair analysis test and there are many um, around uh, you can you just do a food intolerance hair analysis test a google search and you'll find some um, there um, and so that can give you an insight into what foods you should remove from your diet now be very careful when you remove foods from your diet you also remove especially healthy foods fresh fruit and vegetables etc you also remove very important sources of nutrients so um, you still need to make sure that your diet is balanced and you might need help there uh, from uh, a nutritionist like me um, so that's one thing you need to give and the other part you can do is um, use uh, bone broth to um, heal the gut the bone broth has lots of healing um, minerals and uh, contains collagen and that's very healing for the gut so you can drink it you can stir it through things um, put it in soups etc and it can really be helpful so that's the first thing you need to heal your gut because that's where your um, where your bacteria need to live then the second thing to do is to starve the bad bacteria because what you eat is what your bacteria eat but the bacteria the good and the bad ones don't eat the same thing fortunately so by starving the bad bacteria to starve them you need to remove sugar from your diet uh, simple carbohydrates and processed foods because those are um, you know the bad bacteria love an unhealthy um, junk food diet um, so by not eating that you're starving them which is very good uh, you also need to feed the good bacteria which is lots of fresh fruit and vegetables in a diet that's really high in fiber and then you can add more good bacteria and that means eating fermented foods such as sauerkraut or kimchi um, or any anything that has probiotics added to it because probiotic that's just basically means good bacteria now a bit of a warning that not that many many people know um, and, and I do I do want to mention it because I do see a lot of women who have tried or are uh, trying or think that they should try a FODMAP diet um, now if, if you are re, if you can't eat foods on the FODMAP um, uh, or if you can't eat FODMAP foods then definitely keep eating your FODMAP diet um, but don't go and try it because you think it will make you feel better uh, or because you think it is one of the strategies you should um, follow for your endometriosis to improve because FODMAP is not good for the gut microbiome some research that um, came out recently that showed that um, on a FODMAP diet the gut microbiome becomes worse and, and when you have too many bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria it's called dysbiosis so gut dysbiosis increases on a FODMAP diet um, so only if you have been prescribed a FODMAP diet because it's you've been you know you've had done all the tests and you have a problem with FODMAP foods then yes please stick with it but otherwise please don't go uh, on a FODMAP diet because you think it might be helpful it will do the opposite all right so coming back to 
the topic of this uh, podcast, why you should improve your gut microbiome, because it has a major impact on your inflammation. So it directly contributes to your inflammation. It directly contributes to many gut symptoms, but it also directly contributes to symptoms like anxiety and um, depression. Um, but you need to understand what that, how that all works. So I've, I've tried to um, make that clear in this podcast episode. Um, if you um, want to uh, learn more about how to improve your gut microbiome, then you might want to register for a free workshop I'm running on the 13th of September, which is uh, 13th of September in Australia. Um, where I'm going to talk about that, how to improve your gut microbiome. Uh, and I will put a link to uh, where you can register. I, I run the workshop twice, the same workshop twice. So don't register for both because they're exactly the same, um, just in different t- at different times to make it possible for people in lots of different time zones to attend. Um, so for uh, the first one is 9 a.m. In the morning Australian time which is the day before um, in um, you know in America and Canada etc um, and again at 6 p.m. Um, that same day which is um, uh, potentially more easier if you're in Europe um, because that is sort of your morning um, but have a look I'll put the link to both workshops uh, in the show notes so you can check out which time zone which time uh, suits you best and you can learn how more on how to improve your gut microbiome all right that's it for today and i'll see you again in two weeks bye for now enjoying this podcast and learning about nutrition and endometriosis you might also like to check out my free online workshops i run two workshops a month on different topics to help you manage your endometriosis symptoms through diet the link to the list of upcoming workshops is in the show notes and if you'd like to have a chat about how nutrition can help to reduce the severity of your endometriosis symptoms why not book a free endometriosis sos call have a look at the show notes for the link to make the booking.